Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. Wait, let's move my chair. Do it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. I seemed like a silly fool who wasn't properly seated at the time. Yeah, because that was what was weird and not you saying bajou bajou instead of It's because it was funny. Anyway, welcome to the world's number one French language podcast, Cabin Fever. <laughs> I'm Maddie. I'm Fiona. And today we've got a real treat for you. Today we are coming to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be subtle about it. We are in a uh, sewage pipe full of human flesh. Oh, yep. Which one uh, was that? Was that Eddie? N- no, we c- it could be a lot of ours, but there is one specific. So guys, mm-hmm. as you can see from the title today, we are going to be ranking serial killers. That's very uh-huh. exciting. <laughs> um, just general content warning for this episode. Murder. It's, it's about serial killers. Um, yes. <laughs> we intentionally will be omitting anything that is like overtly related to... Um, like sexual, abuse. sexual abuse because we yeah. feel like that's needlessly triggering so yeah. we'll and like a lot of them have that. it so just assume most of the time yeah but we won't be talking about that because like we can do this perfectly fine without that um that being said though this is about serial killers so we will very much be talking about murder uh-huh so if you're sensitive to that really just skip this one I would think. Go listen to a different one. We have so many fun ones that don't involve murder. Maybe go find out how to get your first kiss. I don't think we talked about killing in that one. But before we get into that, every single week, we bring to you our win and our wine. So, uh-huh. Fiona, would you like to start with either uh, of yours? I would like to start with my win, because it mm-hmm. is serial killer themed. When I was doing my research for this podcast, I was just watching a lot of videos about serial killers, and also serial killers that I wasn't covering, because... It's just a fun topic to watch videos about. And, and my... confuse yourself and then start writing notes on the wrong serial Yes, killer. I did do that. Um, <laughs> but the exciting thing is my kitten, Lemmy, who is a tiny, tiny angel. Little wizard. F- fi- she's just fucking obsessed with serial killers. I have always, I like, look, I have ADHD. So there's always something playing on a screen somewhere in my house because I need to have constant stimulation. She's never been bothered by any of that. She doesn't care about it. I started watching all these serial killer videos and she is transfixed on the screen. Like she's just like watching it. She loves it. So, and when an ad played as well, she looked back at me and we did. And then I had to like, wait for the ad to finish playing because it was a non-skippable. Sorry, Lems. And then as soon as it went back on, she started staring at the screen again. So like she was a pretty solid win. And she would also like put her little paw out on to try and touch the screen. Jesus trying get, Christ. Trying to She's get like close. Jeffrey Dahmer, my love. Legit. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, my win this week is a bit of a random one, guys. Um, we are all aware of the death of His Royal Highness Prince Philip. Um, it is related to that. This is not just me giving a shout out to dearly departed sir um that being said we did record already a future episode where we go in pretty hard on on him and his family so <laughs> look out for that one when there's a disclaimer where we're like we recorded this before he died um but in the fact that he has passed on i've seen for the very first time prince philip's crest fiona have you ever seen it I have not. I'm going to send it to you right now. Thank you. What a little treaty for me. Just before I send it to you, what do you think might be included on Prince Philip's crest? 
Hmm, I actually don't know. Maybe uh, not crabs, because I thought crabs was a Prince Philip thing, but turns out it's just a celebratory meme on the internet. Correct. Yeah. Um, I, I have no clue. Just send it to me. Were any of your guesses um, a half naked, ripped as fuck caveman wearing a lion <laughs> loincloth? <laughs> you know, Maddie. I gotta say, none of them were. That was not <laughs> well, my surprise, guess. surprise, because <laughs> Prince Philip's fucking official oh crest. Oh my god! What? It's a, a normal crest. On one side, it's got like the England lion wearing two crowns and sticking its little tongue out like Fiona on Instagram. Down the bottom is a banner that says, God is my help. And on the left side of the crest, leaning casually against the crest with a giant gnarled club in one hand, is a ripped as hell, half naked caveman. And when I say ripped, I mean this guy has some real anatomical muscles drawn onto him and chest hair. <laughs> and what he's wearing, all he's wearing, is a weird loincloth made out of presumably lion skin. And he's yeah, staring like down the England lion. I'm like, what message is this sending you? You're going to pulverize and wear the symbol of the country that you're marrying into? Oh my god. So yeah, just the fact that I went through my entire life looking at Prince Philip and not knowing that his Nip crest that. just had okay. a ripped as fuck half naked caveman on it. <laughs> that is bewildering. That's my win, yeah. That is absolutely bewildering. <laughs> so guys, well, just Google image Prince Philip crest and you'll see you'll see there are a couple of different um versions of it, but all of them do indeed have the exact same half naked ripped as fuck caveman. So Yeah. Enjoy. Um my wine is also a win. Um, so essentially, I was watching a YouTube video and someone was like, oh, they come from like the planet of Glorp. Just trying to like, you know, th think of like some random place, you know? Uh-huh. Do you know what Glorp is? Oh, no. Guys, before we recorded this, Fiona was <laughs> saying that she's trying to think of a wine. <laughs> And she asked me if, she's like, would I be allowed to say this? I'm like, is it about vaginas? Because that's one of my hard and fast rules is I don't want to hear about it. So I'm not doing a vagina for you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can I, I'm asking for your consent to send an image of Glorp. I'm going to let you do it for the content, but I'm going to be you. upset about it. And everyone who's listening, just Google Glorp at not your, at your own risk. That sounds bad. Anyway, Maybe wait and see how I react and then decide if you're going to Google this. Check your phone, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just like that, but in different ways. Okay, guys. <laughs> it's a penis. But I love but it. It's essentially the art of, wait, oh, this one's so funny. Um, it's essentially the art of turning your genitals into um, characters by putting googly eyes on them. Stop it. This is the opposite of you trying to talk about vaginas. This is very funny. No, no, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. No, 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 but no, no, not that one. But this isn't... I, oh. I, I could, but I'm not going to send you a vagina one. Fiona, mm. <laughs> no, the first one was really funny that Fiona sent me. It's little 2021 celebration penis. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> she does listen to all of these. Um, 
The second one, I'm not going to describe it to you, but it's Alf, and that's all you need to know, and it's the most hideous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That Santa one is fine. The Santa one's fine. <laughs> Look, I don't love it, but it's better than I never want to see anything like that Alf photo again. And if you don't respect that request, I will ghost you, and I'm not joking. <sighs> anyway, that was... Good God, um, Fiona. That's what glopping is. Guys, I, I would suggest learned. don't Google it. I would suggest Google kind it. of do. No. Well, you there know what it is There was one that looks now, like so. a little fish. I don't want to see but I can't find it. It was really cute, was it? it That's great. <laughs> wait, okay. can I? No. Wait, I'm... Fiona? Maddie, can I, this will be the last one I send you. Okay, okay. If it's anything like Alf, though, I'm not joking. Like, I will kick off. <laughs> She's typing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little scared. Just a little guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> it looks like it lives in the deep sea. It does. <laughs> you know what's worst though? The mm-hmm. bitch that I really don't like is when you can just see other parts of the guy's body. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like when you can see his little leggies. <laughs> your penis with googly eyes sure i don't want to see your weird little legs or your tum <sighs> so now i have four images of just random dicks on my eye message thank with you fiona eyes. well one of them only has googly eye and the elf one that's hideous hasn't even used googly eyes i've just put black dots on it yeah because elf doesn't have fiona i don't want to know i don't want to know about it okay <laughs> i'm really mad if you hadn't sent me the elf one this would have been a, a rollicking funny time i'm sorry for not understanding um the line on which dick pics to send you i think just from just a quick glance you can see that he that... does stand out he does look different well he doesn't and that's the point i thought it was kind of fun he doesn't stand out and that's part of the problem <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's enough because i'm not joking my no, mom i don't have any more that i want to show you anyway okay <laughs> i'm sorry to my mother but Fiona did that, not me. So who's the bad boy now? <sighs> anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was my, like, wine and win. Because I was like, I wish I never knew this, but I'm also so glad I know this. Wonderful. <laughs> What's your wine, Maddie? Um, Aside my... from the fact that you just received these images. Yeah, the elf one is a big <laughs> wine for me. Yeah. Um, my wine is simply that I wasn't old enough to um, lose my shit when Princess Diana died. Because, Mm -hmm. again, this is just really tying into the Prince Philip thing. Like, the fact that, like, his death was so long coming and I truly did kind of mentally accept it had already happened several years ago. I've felt literally nothing. I've not had a single emotion about Prince Philip's death. Um, But I see other people getting upset about it. And then I was just thinking, like, the death of the People's Princess. I know I bring her up every episode. (laughs) (laughs) But the death of the People's Princess and, like, the specific brand of hysteria... That was unleashed. I feel yeah. like I would have done so well at just losing my shit over Princess Diana's death. That's fair. But unfortunately, I was four. Ugh. So I couldn't. Yeah, I remember my mom being sad. Yeah. But I couldn't. And I just don't think there's an equivalent of that. And uh, if there is, it, I don't want to know about it. You know? Yeah. But I am just... It's sad for me, I suppose, that I was only four when Lady Di bit the dust and I did not get to engage in that uh, publicly acceptable outpouring of hysterical grief because I feel like it would have been kind of a good time. <sighs> that's fair. That's a that's a, a relevant wine. Yeah. 
So speaking of public grief. Um, <laughs> speaking of big whiny baby boys. <laughs> that's right. We are going to be, this week, obviously, ranking serial killers. Woo-hoo. Which is very on brand for us. Now, if you're familiar with our ranking cults episode, that ended up being very, very, very long. And um, we are trying so hard to have this be one part. Which, by the way, is so easy for me. But Maddie is like, oh, we're writing about this one serial killer. And we literally wrote the notes to only cover like certain like top line things. Oh. And Maddie's like, I've written 7,000 words Look, and I've just gotten to his birth. <laughs> I try so hard to cut it down. I was like, I did such a good job at being so brief. All the ones that I was like, I said barely anything about this person are a full page of notes. Um, so look, we're going to dive into it. It's going to be a great time. We've chosen 10 serial killers. Our criteria for this was that they can't still be alive because um, mm-hmm. we don't want anyone coming for us. But one could be still alive. One could be but still we'll alive, but the rest of them aren't. And that was pretty much our only criteria. We were just like, let's pick ten. Yeah. Let's go for it. So, without further ado, today we are going to be kicking this off with the Yorkshire Ripper himself, Mr. Peter Sutcliffe. Petey Pete. Mm-hmm. That's what they call him. It sure is. <clears throat> All right, tell <clears throat> us a bit about him, Maddie. Peter Sutcliffe, in parentheses, Yorkshire Ripper. I think this guy is a real lame ass, and one of the only true upsides of COVID is that it took him out. As such, this summary will be brief. So it's only one page long. He He murdered at least 13 women in the late 1970s in and around Leeds, Manchester, and Bradford, and looks exactly like you'd expect some creep from the late 1970s to look. Plus, he was a Gemini, because of course he was. He was not particularly bright about his crimes and only got away with it for as long as he did because the police fucked up the investigation so thoroughly. Word on the street is his wife cheated on him and instead of therapy, journaling, or team sports, he decided to take that negative emotion and channel it into violence against other women, particularly sex workers. Tale as old as time, zero for originality, but unfortunately, because he did primarily target sex workers, the police did not initially take his crimes as seriously as they should have. Once again, tale as old as time, zero for originality, do better. In addition to his murders, he also attacked and seriously injured several other women, including one woman who was pregnant at the time and lost her baby as a result of the trauma. Big F you to Peter on that one. Big F you on all of it, but he really is just the worst. He left multiple clues at his crime scenes, including tire tracks, boot prints, and a specific banknote that could be traced back to his place of work. There were so many opportunities to track him down. But when I say they fucked up the investigation, I mean you need to watch a full documentary about this case because I truly believe nearly any true crime YouTuber could have solved it in half the time the police did. They literally interviewed him over five times (laughs) over the course of this investigation. Like, over five times, face-to-face interviews, and they found his alibi for one of the nights credible and dismissed him as a suspect, despite him being the literal murderer. Jesus. Like, they, there were just so many opportunities, and there was one time when they had him lined up to be interviewed yet again, because another random lead led to him, and then another murder happened and they were like cancel the interviews there's been another murder i'm like that's the opposite of what you should do you freaking idiots anyway (sighs) his name came up in so many different ways but nah five years 
Took them five years to get him. And guess what? They didn't even get him on purpose. They accidentally caught him because the plates on his car didn't match the actual car. So they arrested him for the car thing. And it just (laughs) so fucking (laughs) happened that they'd accidentally captured the Ripper. Yep. After interviewing him so many times, they caught him by accident. One nice little note, though, is that the car incident arrest happened on my birthday. And because I do not like him, I love that for me. So what happened was they arrested him for the car thing. And while they were doing that, they turned their back and he ran off for a second. And then later they're like, when he ran off, like, I wonder what he was doing. They went back and searched the, the scene of when he scampered off during the car thing and like found a fucking hammer, which is what he attacked all the women with and a, a knife or something. So they came back in and like told him that they'd found this stuff. And he just straight up confessed. Like, okay, that was not, not that hard. Was it? That was not difficult. No. Well, it was difficult for the friggin' police because they got him by accident, but whatever. Um, He said that he killed the women because one time he was in a graveyard looking at some Polish man's gravestone when the voice of God told him it was his job to eradicate the world of sex workers, Um, which is a (sighs) weird way to say that he was mad at his wife for cheating on him. Yeah. Yeah. More like, "Uh uh-oh, you made the wrong sucker a cuckold. Am I right, musical theater simps? Yeah, so that's really all I want to say about Peter Sutcliffe. I'm also mad because I had a Hamilton (laughs) reference in mind and I just took it out. Yeah. (laughs) Hamilton and Serial Killer is a classic classic crossover. Um, I realize now that is the end of my summary of Peter Sutcliffe. Um, I've said like nothing about his actual crimes, but it's just because I think he sucks so bad and I'm so mad at the police. Basically what he did was he would just attack random women he started off with sex workers but he also started then attacking non-sex workers so people started caring at that point of course they did mm-hmm. um he'd basically hit them from behind with a hammer um and then like do a bunch of stabbing and things like that and because it was quite brutal like there was just a lot of violence and it was sex workers and they didn't know who he was that's where the ripper comparisons came in and that's yeah. why he is called the yorkshire ripper yeah yeah so uh, he had 13 victims. We've just gone over his MO. He yeah. himself died of Rona 19, baby, last year. And how he was caught was accident. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right, Peter so Sutcliffe. Let's, let's grade him. Let's introduce our ranking system. So, Maddie, first up is his mystique. Mm-hmm. I'm so heavily biased against this guy. Yeah. Um, and he looks like such a disco lame ass. I think like, he has like a seven for mystique, but it is completely undeserved. Yeah, because he did get away with it for so he long, did, but it yeah. was through no real, it wasn't, yeah. his, you know, he shouldn't have. Yeah. He gets a seven just because the fact people were like, who's the Yorkshire Who Ripper? Who is the guy? Yeah. We can hardly give him a two, you know? Um, yeah. Mummy issues. issues. So this is one that Maddie was very insistent upon and I was like, just mine don't have it as much so what were his yeah. mummy issues um well peter sutcliffe honestly had more wife issues than mummy yeah. issues and i i kind of would tie that in just like woman close to him make him sad he kill other women you know uh-huh. um so for mummy issues i'd give him a five because it is I was like say five yeah it's something but it's not like major major it's not ed gain yeah, yeah. um for style slash finesse and we, the note we've added here is, did they have a fun little signature? Like, the hammer thing is very a bit, scary. A bit kooky, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I I draw back at the idea of giving him any points for finesse because he was pretty fucking clumsy with it. I think but, it was a four. But the fact there was a consistency with the hammer. Yeah. And it did take him a while. I'd give him a six for style and finesse. Cool. Because he had the consistency. Um, originality. Mm. <laughs> pretty fucking low. He literally just got compared to a different killer. Yeah. And also I feel like anyone that goes after sex workers, it's like, shut the fuck up. You know? Yeah. So originality, I'm going to give him maybe think- a four low i was gonna say three no 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 no. but if you think about it the fact that he really it is just the hammer thing for me you know like one for that i i think no one is too low like there is nothing a one for originality no sex workers and you're being named after a different killer yeah but he also like he had a real hardware sort of vibe like he did it with the hammer he'd stab him with a screwdriver there is a little bit of originality involved um and I feel like a one for originality is straight up like someone kills their wife, you know? But like that is the most it could be, you know? Like you And also you know, like the wife killer, that's kind of original. No one goes around just killing a bunch of wives. Fiona, do you know that the majority of murders are it's domestic violence? No, but not in a serial way, I'm saying. It could serial be. Serial killer. No, but I'm saying that would be the lowest okay. for originality. Whereas right. murdering people you literally don't know at all, just attacking random women with a hammer, that's something that thankfully doesn't happen very often. So I honestly, the fact that he, also the numbers, I would kind of give him a, I would give him a four. Like, okay, 3.5. I think we also are biased because we did do the whole Jack the Ripper one. And so we're thinking that everyone is like that. I just, I can't emotionally give him up to four. Okay, I'll give him a 3.5 then. Thank you. Um, Vibe at time of arrest. Like a fucking two. Yeah. Lame. Yeah. Um, Dumbness. Like a six or a seven. Seven. I just don't like him. Like I said, he's a disco bitch in my opinion. Notoriety. Pretty high, but only in it's, the UK. Yeah, and it's going to be hard to judge as well because it's so recent. Like, it's not like, it's like 40 years later and we're still talking about him. Yeah, but at the time, keep in mind, this was going on for five years and people were like, the whole time it was happening, people were True. losing their shit. And there were like marches of like, reclaim the night and things like that. Yeah. So I'd give him an eight for notoriety. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think that if we recorded this in 15 years, it would drop to six. But yeah, I think. I don't know about that. I really okay. don't know oh. about that. I think it really is just a difference between, like, it's more famous in the UK than it would be other Fair. places. Um, and are we their type of victim out of 10? I feel like this should just be a yes or a no, not out of 10. Yeah, um, I agree. Yes, we would be just because he was just going for random women by the end. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Great. So that is Peter Sutcliffe, the disco bitch. Nice. Um, no one come for me, please. Now on to... Ivan Milat, which I'm so excited to talk about because he, if you're Australian, you know who Ivan Milat is. But when I was doing research for this, I really don't think that many people outside of Australia know who he is. No, they wouldn't. This is like, a, a really specific Australian yeah, case. Yeah, it had a little bit of international um, news splash, which we'll get into. But mm-hmm. it's like Australia's kind of only serial killer, like proper serial killer. Um we do we have some, but he's, like, he's one of the... He's the one. Yeah, and he's one of the ones that, like, genuinely freaks me out. It's, like, proper horror movie shit. We'll get yeah. into it. Um, 
Okay, yeah, so I'll just, I'll just dive into it. Into Ivan Milat, Australia's most famous serial killer, also known as the Backpacker Murderer. That's funny. Um, so he was a serial killer um, in New South Wales, in Australia, which is the state that I'm in. Um, and his MO was essentially to offer unsuspecting backpackers a ride to their next, de- next destination along the Hume Highway. And this is like in the late 80s, early 90s, which it's just like a weird vibe to think of that people just would go out on the street and backpack. Oh my like god, so many of these murders are like, it's hitchhiking, yeah. and I'm just like, it gives me like a, a bad person's sense of comfort, because I'm like, I'm never going to hitchhike, so maybe I'll be okay, but like... Yeah. Where is this again? What state? Is it like Northern Territory or Queensland or... It was New South Wales. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was on the wow. Hume Highway. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, so... The victims didn't usually know the area because it's like very like Australian bush, rugged terrain type of vibes. And they were all travelers either from various parts of Europe or from within Australia. And so that gave Ivan Milat a massive advantage because of like how familiar he was with the area. Like he grew up in that sort of like bushland vibe. Um, And all of his victims were tortured before they were killed. A lot of them were found like years after they were killed. So they couldn't fully tell what happened because like the bodies had, you know, decomposed and stuff. Um, but most of them were found with a stab wound to the spine, which would have paralyzed them. Oh, Jesus. So from there, he could just, like, do whatever he wanted. Um, and they all had, like, various torture techniques used on them. Um, two of them had a lot of bullet wounds, so it's believed that he used them for, like, target practice, which is fucking insane. This Um, is what I mean. I'm like, he is one of the scarier ones that we've got here. Yeah. One of them was, um, just decapitated. Another had, like, several body parts removed, which were believed to have been taken while they were still alive. One was, like, strangled with her own tights. Like, it's insane. And if it sounds like a horror movie, it was actually later turned into Wolf Creek, which is, like, an Australian horror movie, which is a very good horror movie, but less cute when you're like, oh, no, that was just, like, a real thing he did. Yeah, there was a huge thing when Wolf Creek came out where everyone from, like, overseas was like, wait, this is based on a real thing. Like, yeah. yes, it was, and, and this is it. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, so there was suspected to be other torture methods, um, but... Yeah, these killings basically occurred 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 between 1989 and 1993, and the first body was found in 1992. So they're all like quite decayed and stuff. Um, so naturally, because there had been seven people going missing in total, um, authorities started to strike up a mass investigation because they weren't actually finding like the missing people that much. They found two of the bodies first, which were found by like some people who were like on a walk or whatever. Um, and then, like, another one was, like, found, declared to be missing because her parents, she was a British backpacker, and her parents, like, flew to Australia because they were, like, I guess I had to, like, write letters home or, like, do international calls and stuff, so it's harder to keep in touch, but they were, like, we haven't f- heard from her in two months. Like, she wouldn't not talk to us for two months. That's yeah. weird. Um, and, yeah, it was basically Australia's first serial killer situation, and because some of them had been international backpackers, they actually ended up setting an international hotline up um, in various parts of Europe and America, hoping that some of the people would, like, come forward if they'd, like, encountered Ivan Milat or they knew someone who had um, or something like that. And Obviously not knowing it was him yet. but just Yeah, like, not knowing they were, like... Yeah, similar like, has, scary experiences. Exactly. Like, has anyone had, like, a weird situation happen? Um, or, like, did you know one of the victims and they said something to you? Whatever it may be. Um, and... One person in the UK in the UK came forward, um, whose name was Paul Onions. 
Yeah, I always remember Which him. <laughs> real name. Because of, of obvious reasons. Yeah. His name is Paul Onion. That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, and so he called up. Every and, respect to his traumatic experience. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, he called up and was like, yeah, I was hitching a ride with this guy. Um, and then he was like, oh, the radio's not working. We're going to get a cassette tape out of the back of the car. And Paul Onions was like, mm, this guy's shady as fuck. No way. And then got out of the car and was like, I'm just going to get some fresh air. And I'm like, points a gun at him. is like, no, you're not. And then the guy just legs it. Like Paul yeah. Onions, which is like. Oh my god, I would be I would be so dumb. I would be like, okay, and get back. I'd to the be car. dead. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be pull so a princess dead. Anne, but like at the at the wrong time. It would not I'd be work. like, sure, I'm not getting out of the car, but like at that point you should have gone. I'd be dead in any of these situations. Yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. Um and so yeah, he just ran into oncoming traffic because like along the Hume Highway, and thankfully someone stopped and picked him up. And he'd actually reported it at the time, but it's like, I don't know, the fucking nineties. Like they're like, I don't know. We're gonna do find a guy on the, in a car. We don't know how to do that, um, and so yeah, they. You have a description of him and the car. What do you want us to do with that information? Exactly. Back to England, Paul Onions. Legit. Um, yeah, and he went back very quickly because he's like, "Fuck traveling now." Like, nah. <laughs> um, and the woman who reported, who picked him up in the end, had also called into the hotline about the killings, but it got lost in the paperwork or something. Um, but eventually they found Paul Onions, flew him out, and were like, here's some pics. And he's like, yep, that's that's the fucking weirdo. Um, and, yeah, so through a combination of, like, that and then also a lot of other little things, like, you know, he had owned, like, he owned property in the area. He had previous criminal convictions, one of which was, like, um, he got off completely scot-free for this, but it was, like, basically trying to pull two women across on the side of the road in the same area in the same way. Yeah, and and didn't like, heaps of local people basically be like, the Malat family is fucked. Yeah, they were like... Please look into these people. Yeah, because they had 14 kids. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, and they all would have like various like mini crimes, you know, like one of them would do a robbery or whatever. Um. Yeah. So yeah, so all the things came together and they were like, okay, like this is the dude. Um, and they got, like, a warrant to, like, arrest him and search his house. And when they arrested him, they were, like, they got, like, 15 people, like, 15 different cops to surround the house because, you know, he was dangerous and they were worried that they were going to have a shootout. And he lived in a suburban area. And so they were, like, you know, we have to be really careful that he's not going to, like, kill anyone. So they did it, like, late at night. They surround the house and then, like, the chief of police calls the house and is, like, hey, what's good, like, were surrounded the house and he just goes oh no Ivan's not home and hangs <laughs> but like they knew his voice like he was a suspect like they knew that it was him and they'd also been like monitoring the house so like they knew that he was home with his and girlfriend. he also picked up his own landline yeah and he's like he's not home and they called again he's like nope sorry wrong <laughs> Jesus and they're like watching him through the window yeah. hearing the phone ring and then like he answered and he's like oh no it is ivan but there's a, there's no police outside so i'm not gonna come out there's just no one there for me to see and like sometimes the girlfriend would answer and she had no idea what was going on like she had no clue about any of this and she was just really confused she's like can we just go out and see them like what's happening and he's like nah nah we're not going <laughs> um anyway he eventually came out and they found so much evidence in their house, like, to the point that it was, like, weird. So, obviously, they found, you know, weapons and things like that. But also, like, the victim's clothes. 
And, and like, sleeping bags and shit? Yeah, sleeping bags, wallets, passports. <laughs> um, and turns out also he would, like, wear the clothes. Like, if they were his size, he'd just, like, walk around town in them. He gifted, like, his girlfriend one of them from one of the Wasn't victims. was there, like, like, one of their cameras he gave to someone? Probably. Like, yeah. there was, like, there was like, so lot. much shit. And it's, like, all together, like, in his closet. And he's just like, I don't know where I got these things He literally from. was like, I have no idea where these came from. That's so weird that they're in my closet, but, like, wasn't me. And they're like, it's so clearly you. <laughs> um, also, like, it was just a generally weird dude. So, like, in prison, he went on a hunger strike because he really wanted a PlayStation. And, okay, like, that's was, kind of iconic, he, though. He... He lost that's 25 big kilos energy. over nine days. That's huge Matty energy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able um, to maintain the hunger strike for even one day. <laughs> um, yeah, and also, so he died of stomach cancer, and he, like, died in a hospital, but he was, like, still imprisoned. Um, and when he was, like, dying, he was like, I would like an elaborate funeral funded by the New South Wales government. <laughs> No, like they end up cremating him and use like his prison money or whatever to pay for it. But they're like, no, we're not going to give you a fucking elaborate funeral, you fucking weird dude. This is the thing about the murderers, right? The actual killings, like you can tell we're really glossing over all like the really horrific parts of what these people did. Because like they are all just so fucking good to roast. Yeah. Like the kind of weirdos who do this shit do provide Uh. fun fun times also yeah. it's like you know? if you're gonna commit many murders we're gonna roast the fuck out of you and that's yeah. just like yeah so that is ivan Malak. and just the fact that he's like gonna murder so many people and then he's like i want a playstation i'm not eating mm-hmm. <laughs> that's no kind of little great. snackies for ivan no <laughs> not until i get my ps4 mm-hmm. god um yeah so that's ivan Malat, very famous in australia Apparently not overseas, but, like, it was just, like, the level of, like, torture and the fact that it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, and it's the fact they also just, like, kept finding these bodies. Yeah. Like, in the forest. And they still don't know if they've got all of them. Yeah. And they were all, like, killed and tortured in such different ways that for ages they were like, this has to be more than one person doing this because of how different the methods are. Yeah, they're like, there has to be at least two because how could one man do all these insanely cooked things like bear traps on their legs and shit like yeah how does one man do all that well or why does one man do all that you know yeah just psychologically it's like well you know what that's not that hard for me to believe but they really did think it was more than one person um what i will say is there are so many great resources for all of these cases so in the show notes i will link some of them or like at least tell you what some fun things to watch are for each of these cases there was like um a dramatic recreation series about this made a couple of years ago i don't remember what it's called but that'll be in the show notes and we'll do that for every case um also for the ivan malat one i watched one youtube video because there aren't many videos about it which was so weird and it was like my channel that explicitly covers australian true crime was it samantha melanie is she blonde? That's, yes. Yeah, probably her then. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we'll link her. She was like pronouncing the German names, and she's like, "I'm gonna get the last name wrong. Don't know how she butchered that." But she's like, "So I'm just gonna call her by her first name, which is Anya." But she pronounced it Anja. Bless. <laughs> I was like, she says like, you the start of this episode. Boju boju. <laughs> she's just like, so Anja was taken. <laughs> 
feels like hello australians like we were so dumb i love it doing our best Uh, um, yeah so that is ivan malat so for mystique mystique feels like the wrong word for him but like the mystery element is the pretty mis- high. It's really high, especially because, like, the torture element adds the mystique. And it was just, like, a horrible murderer in a forest. Yeah, because you didn't I'd get to, like... like, an eight or a nine. I think a nine, honestly. Yeah. Because, like, he doesn't get a ten because he was, like, he was found. But it was for years. And the torture element, it's, like, it's not just, like, he, like, killed them and left. It was just, like, he actually kept them for so long and tortured them for so long. In yeah, it was such horrific, ways. and there yeah. were like no leads for ages. So nine. Yeah, and um, the first body wasn't even found for two years. Like, nah. Yeah, and the, the fact there's still like Three we years. don't know how yeah. many are out there still because it's a friggin' forest. Yeah, nah. Gets um, top top points for mystique. Mummy issues. issues. He like it seemed like a fine relationship, but like the family dynamic of like fourteen kids and all of them running a mark. Like, I don't I'd think say pretty low though because it wasn't two. like yeah, it wasn't a big one. style slash finesse the sheer diversity of methods i'd give him a i would say 10 he got a movie made out of him like that's wolf creek i think that the 10 the 10 is like ripper grade though you know what i mean yeah but ripper grade honestly got 10 because he didn't get caught Fair enough. Look, we'll give him a Think 10. About, like, we'll the... give him a 10 because it's horrifying. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. the range And this of is one of the only ones out of all of these horrific murderers that I'm like, this really creeps me out. Yeah. I remember once, like, camping in that forest in high school. Like, we went on a school trip and camped in that forest. And because the internet didn't exist, all of us were like, wait, is he in jail? Is he here? Like, we literally Jesus. were like, could he just be here? <laughs> anyway. God. Originality. Um, It's hard because, like... Killing hitchhikers is one of the lowest forms of For originality. Sure. But the method but is the pretty high. the actual method and the fact that it was so scary. I'd give him an... like a seven. Yeah, I was going to say eight. Because like... I would go down from an eight just because simply it was hitchhikers. Hitchhikers, yeah. yeah. Um, vibe at time of arrest. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he, he really maintained, Sorry, I'm not, not home, home and these aren't my things. <laughs> Oh, actually, there's no police outside. No, we can see you, Ivan. You can come out. We can see. No, you can't. <laughs> I want to give him a high one for this. What would you give him? I'd give him like I don't know what would make it funnier. Like I just don't know. Yeah, like, it's re- it is very funny, and he really he really committed to like you may have found this dead person's backpack in my house, but I don't know how it got there, and you can't I prove no I put clue. it in my house. Yeah, like a nine. I yeah, just like I feel like nine. there's like something that could make it better, but like it's so big. It's so good. <laughs> Dumbness. Oh, he like, got away with it for a while, and also like. His dumbness is mostly like after he was arrested, but he got it away was with him it for playing so long. Dumb. Yeah, so I'm not gonna give. I wouldn't give him a high one. Like he's clearly not a very bright dude, yeah. but like he's not. He's not leaving a shitload of clues. The fact I think that he's only. Them... Yeah, I think he's six smart, so four for dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I I'm a ten for smart. <laughs> Notoriety in Australia, 10. Everyone knows Ivan Milat. Overseas. And the fact that, like, Wolf, but Wolf Creek. Yeah. Like, I'd say, because you wouldn't probably know him by name if you're from anywhere other than Australia, like, it can't be a 10, but, like, an 8 simply because... Yeah. Do you think an 8? I think 8. Yeah. Um, are we their type? 
sure like we could be i think i we am but you're not because i'd be more likely to go hitchhiking i, I would think you would never ever. be in this situation and i have gone hitchhiking <gasps> like once fiona don't do that yeah it was in rome <laughs> fiona in the red light district no <laughs> we had really heavy groceries you're so stupid fiona <laughs> anyway God. yeah okay I think well I'm more their type than you just because I would be the dumb one. Look, yeah. it's a, it's st- it's just a blanket yes because he didn't discriminate. If yeah. we were there, we'd have been his victims. And True. that's a lovely thing to acknowledge. Yeah, he could like trick us now by being like, I'm your Uber. Fiona. On the Hume Highway. Okay, thank you. That's an- yep, okay, thank I don't you. think I... It's, you're fine. Um, anyway, yeah. There, well, that's Ivan Millet. Woohoo! That was pretty fun. Okay, next up we've got Ed Gein. What are your bets, Fiona, on whether we are going to manage to get this in one part? God. We've, t- we've taken roughly 15 to 20 minutes for each one so far. So, um, no, we will not be getting it in one part. It's is not my looking maths, great, is My it? calculations. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out, guys. You already know. <laughs> but just a- How fun. How fun yeah. that you guys just know. Little future, future boys out there. Love that mm. for you. Okay. <laughs> Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. Beep beep. What's that? <laughs> oh, it's Ed Gein, and he's pulling up an entire freaking dump truck of mummy issues. Let's be brief. Born in 1906, a Virgo. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I hate this podcast. <sighs> Born in 1906, a Virgo. He had a really, really weird religious mom who basically cut him and his brother off from the rest of society and told them everyone else in the world was corrupt and evil, especially women. Every woman except her was basically Satan. So hard to figure out what led this guy to his eventual demise. His brother used to talk shit about their mom, and Ed did not like that, so oopsie-daisy, one day his brother turned up dead. Shortly after this, his mother, who he now lived with alone had a stroke, and he had to care for her until she died about a year later, leaving him 100% alone and without his, quote, one true love. Seriously, I don't often think that anyone other than the murderer is responsible for someone's crimes, but his mother was absolutely completely responsible for every fucked up thing that happened here. Like, she was bonkers. She, like, coddled them cut them off from society and was like, everyone out there is Satan and every single woman who isn't me is the devil. It's so weird to me that like that can happen. Like the fact that like, that's not illegal. Like if you have kids, you can just be like, oh yeah, I'm homeschooling them and I don't let them have friends. That's not illegal to not let your kids have friends. Yeah. If you hadn't guessed already, um, this is indeed an American case. It's just, it's so weird that you can just do that. Like, legally. Yeah. Like, and this is kid so right intense. Like, yeah. even his brother was like, our mom is insane. But Ed was, like, so brainwashed and obsessed yeah. with his mom. Like, of course there would have been abuse elements there, you know. For sure, yeah. Anyway. anyway. His life was very, very boring. So I will cut to the chase. One day in 1957, roughly 12 years post-mother loss, a hardware store owner disappeared, and it turned out that Eddie Boy was the last person in her shop before this happened, so the search narrowed in on him pretty quickly. He had indeed killed her, but that was the least interesting part about this occasion, because upon searching his house, authorities found the following. Whole human bones and fragments. A wastebasket made of human skin. Human skin covering several chair seats. 
skulls on his bedposts. Female skulls, some with the tops sawn off. Bowls made from human skulls. A corset made from a female torso skin from shoulders to waist. Leggings made from human leg skin. Masks made from the skin of female heads. Just after the leggings made from human leg skin, the voice in my head went, Jean-Paul Gaultier! And I had to really <laughs> stop My head myself. this whole time has been like, Fashion. am I hearing like a Facebook upcycling king? <laughs> Fashionista. Anyway, what, so back to the- So don't like the, uh... upholstering now, Maddie? You don't like a bit of DIY? <laughs> Sorry, back to his horrific murders. Yeah. Back to the masks made from the skin of female heads. By masks, do you mean like- like full face, like Halloween. I would mask, assume. A I would assume. Mask. No, I would assume a full face, just the masquerade. Face. Okay, full face. Yeah, that's right. Um, Mary Hogan, I believe, is the name of another woman he'd killed. Mm-hmm. It just says Mary Hogan here. Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag. Mary mm-hmm. Hogan's skull in a box. Mm. Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. Bernice Warden's heart. Quote, in a plastic bag in front of Gein's potbelly stove. Nine volve in a shoebox. Volve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just something I thought of the plural volva before, but continue. That's right. A young girl's dress and, quote, the vulvas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. A belt made from female human nipples. Four noses. This is where I'm wondering, like, the nose, is it just the cartilage? Do they have any bone? Was there shape? I did look at a lot of photos of this shit, guys. You can see it. Um, Really, I'd caution you, but it's your life. (laughs) Yeah, be aware that you are looking at dead body parts. This is one of the ones that really fucks me up just logistically. Like, I just don't understand how this logistically would have functioned. And it is a pair of lips on a window shade drawstring. (laughs) Because lips are quite separate things, you know? So it really is just, I don't, I can't visualize it properly. And that kind of irks me. Um, fingernails from female fingers. And finally, a lampshade made from the skin of a human face. So that would have been a fun day for those police. Yeah. Yep. You may be thinking, you know, that is a lot of body parts. That's a, a hell of a lot of body parts. Very many, yeah. That they've discovered there. How many people did this guy kill? Um, only two, if we're not counting his brother. So while he had not what? done many murders himself, yeah, in addition to the hardware store owner, which is how he got caught, he also shot a woman who owned a tavern in 1954. Those are his only two known actual murders. Aside from, again, where he, he did kill his brother. How did he get the... Well... It turned out he had been robbing graves, exhuming corpses, particularly of women who reminded him of dearest mama, and repurposing their pieces for quite some time. A real arts and crafts hoe was Ed Gein. Now here's a quote. Soon after his mother's death, Gein began to create a woman suit so that he, quote, could become his mother to literally crawl into her skin. Gein denied having sex with the bodies he exhumed, explaining, they smelled too bad. What the fuck? Yeah, so he didn't kill that many people. And uh, apparently the people in his town thought he was a perfectly nice guy. He really was just, like, going in, digging up freshly buried bodies, and then, like, you know, waste not want not kind of vibe. 
Yeah. Yeah. The the woman suit so he could crawl into his mother's skin is, is an interesting one. Um, unsurprisingly, he was found mentally unsound and spent the rest of his life in a psychiatric facility. Despite not actually being that prolific in terms of his killing, he is said to have been the inspiration for many of pop culture's most fearsome figures, from Norman Bates to Leatherface and Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. In reality, however, he was just a really fucked up homeschool kid with a mother who molded him in such a disturbing fashion that in a way, this is almost the best possible outcome there could have been. Big yuck to Augusta Gein, unless Ed's ghost is listening, in which case, much respect, lovely lady. So that's Ed Gein. Jim. Yeah, so two actual victims, but a bunch of grave robbing. His MO was largely grave robbing and then mutilating the corpses for arts and craft. Um, he died of respiratory failure at age 77 in a psychiatric facility. Mm-hmm. And the way that he was caught was he went and bought antifreeze from his victim's shop right before murdering her. Mm. And so the police just very, very easily found the receipt she'd written up to him right before her death. And we're like, okay, let's follow this lead. And then they found, you know, all of the skin furniture. Yeah. Part of me is like, if he hadn't killed... Would it have been that bad? Hmm. Like, not, you know, if, if it's your family member that he's making into a lampshade, probably not great. You know? Yeah, that's true. But considering true. the fact that his mom really drove home, like, every woman is the devil. Yeah. I would have expected him to Worse. have killed, like, 20 women, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, depends how you, depends also, how you spin it. Yeah, it's all relative, isn't it? Um, mm, literally. I, f- <sighs> I feel like the, God, it's so weird, because I'm like, okay, we're going to pretend that he didn't murder, right? I'm just. Posing a yeah, because the, the actual murders question. were really quite random. Yeah, so, but, okay, if he hadn't done that right, let's yeah. say, if I was, like, hi, I made Gein, mm-hmm. I, for inexplicable reasons, inexplicable yeah. reasons, I have an urge to upholster and decorate my home with uh, human body parts, skin, etc. Mm-hmm. People who are already dead... Perhaps yeah. some people who have, like, signed away, you know, like, organ donors. Like, is that... That's the... that Well, that would be the... Di- the difference there would be consent. Exactly. That's what I mean. So I'm like, but... It, yeah. What if, like, there's people out there who have that urge and they don't act on it? Thanks, guys. We appreciate that. Um, well, we do use leather. This is just a different kind of leather. This is true. Yeah. So it kind of depends on your ethics. But I do think that, like, the real... Well, there are a lot of problems here, including the actual murders. There are many but, problems, Yes. <laughs> The fact that, like, he really was just exhuming random bodies yeah. of people that reminded him of his mom. Um, it is the, the the whole, like, you you wouldn't want that really done to the body no. of your loved one, would you? So it has no, the sort of same no. question as hmm. when people volunteer to be eaten by cannibals. Yeah. That's a really weird gray area for police because it's like, that is a real crime. But yeah. also, that person's got bodily autonomy what if they want to be eaten by the cat like it's a real weird one yeah and also like Um, what if they were like in this situation though like the person who wants to get eaten by a cannibal they have to be killed first 
Presumably, but you could just cut off parts or pieces. You, know? you could you could grave rob and eat a dead person. Yeah, but I think you wouldn't want to. You'd want it to be fresh. Yeah, yeah you want it fresh. That's what I mean. Though. So I feel like the cannibal one is like gray area, mm. but it's like you're not really of sound mind, are you? If you yeah, say, so I guess the question I want you to is, kill me. But if the person's like, hey, I'm already dead and I don't mind. Like I don't need morally? my skin. Yeah, you can use it for arts and crafts. Yeah, like give my lung to an organ donor program and then put my, my skin, skin on some guy's sofa. Yeah. I don't know, you know. I also, don't Riley have just an walked in to grab something from the office, and she's like, "What is happening?" <laughs> just edutainment. Just some edutainment, babe. She just walked away. <laughs> good, it's a good choice. Yeah, I don't know. And like, what if? Because you know how you can do skin grafts. Like, you can remove a good portion of skin without it killing someone. So, like, what if yeah. someone really just wanted like a little, like a card holder made, and they're yeah. still alive? A small, like, so, a, yeah, a little wallet. So this is just something for you as a listener to ponder as you fall yeah. asleep tonight. Yeah. Just <laughs> let us know what you come Please up with. Please don't be listening okay. to this episode at night. Okay. Ed okay. Gein, Mystique out of 10. God, it's it's bewildering and it's making us question things. So I feel like he gets a level of mystique for that. It's a fact no one suspected really anything of him. And then for 12 years, he was making furniture out of skin. I give him nine. I give him a nine. Um... Yeah, a nine, and he loses the one because, like, he wasn't he wasn't trying to be mysterious. He was just a recluse doing weird just shit. Just a weird dude, yeah. Yeah. Mommy, Mommy issues, issues, it's gotta be a ten, two. Baby. Uh, <laughs> Good one, Maddie. Yeah. You're so silly. Style slash finesse. Ten. Ten. Originality. Ten. Arts and crafts king. Vibe at time of arrest. What I happened? think he was just kind of, like, quite... I don't think he was super bright, and no. I don't think he did anything crazy. He just kind of was like, yeah, whoops. I think know? I think he can get a three, though, because imagine being that police officer walking in and being like, what the fuck? I would have given a five for that because he's just, like, Fair. chilling there and then they're finding s- Yeah, he's, like, skin sitting lamps. on, like, a sofa made of yeah. skin. Yeah, he gets a five. That's fair. Yeah. Dumbness. He oh, needs to get some dumb points because he did. He's they very, tracked him down so easily with that receipt. He's a dumb boy. He's a silly little simple dumb boy. But it's not dumb as in, like, like, he was robbing graves for 12 years and they didn't get him. This is a small town. So, like, he needs some dumbness points for killing the woman who had the receipt of him being in her shop. But I think that's all he gets dumb points for. Because he I got think... away with everything else. Like, that's literally, yeah. like, that's like a two or a three. Maybe just five, then. I don't think it's a five for dumbness, Fiona. He, he would have gotten away with this. Okay. Think about living in a small town. Someone's digging up, like... Great, dozens yeah. of fresh corpses and making them into stuff for over a decade. Yeah. But I think overall he wasn't quite bright. But he also wasn't trying to... Like, when I say high dumbness points for me would be, like, just leaving shitloads of evidence on all of your fair. murders. Okay, like, dumb in a crime way. I guess, yeah. yeah okay, fair. I think three, like, then. Just having a low IQ... Yeah, we're not going to subtract for that. Yeah, I think he gets three because he did just kill someone that he'd got the receipt from. Like, that is just like, don't. Rookie uh, rookie error. Notoriety, 10. Yeah, 10. Are we their type? Happily, no, we are not. Because I don't think we remind him of his mum. No, we're too young. And we're alive. And we're alive, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a two parter, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Who do we have next up? Fiona, the next contender. We have. Nanny Doss. And this one, it's going to be of an interactive podcast part, little section. Oh, great. Um, so You're going to send me more dick pics. No. For everyone okay. listening at home, um, depending on where you are, like if you are just at home by yourself, 
say it out loud. If not, I'd like you to just whisper it under your breath. So after each section, you'll know when to say it. I'm going to say coincidence. And then we all say together, I think not. I'm really looking forward to this. (laughs) Okay, so... Nanny Doss, uh, she was a serial killer who was a woman. So, girl boss alert. Um, <laughs> victims were all... There was one that we considered for this. Eileen Wuornos, who I think the movie Monster, the Charlize Theron one, is based on. Uh-huh. And she was like, murdered, murdered a bunch of dudes. And like, when I was watching a video about her. It was like, what a fucking girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl boss it's a dude, we're like, stupid mommy's boy. And if it's a woman, we're like, go off. <laughs> Um, anyway, so her victims were all family members, which really does make her not like other serial killers, uh, because normally they kill strangers. Like, that's normally just who they kill, or, like, a specific type of stranger. Um, normally you don't have enough, like, family members, and, like, just a little fun fact, guys, in order to be considered a serial killer, like, you can't do all your murders at once, so people who just, like, off their entire family, that's a mass murderer, or, like, a spree killer. Yeah. So most people, it would be very hard to be... An mm. all-in-the-family serial killer. Not so for this scheming little girl unique. boss. Um, so the first person... Nanny Doss, more like Nanny Boss. <laughs> I did have a play on words of that. I couldn't quite nail it, though. Um, so the first How? person who died was actually two persons. Two oh. out of her four children that she had with her first husband. Her husband came home one day, saw the two of the kids on the floor dead, and she said, oh yeah, they died of food poisoning while you are out. Coincidence, kids. Wait, wait, wait. How old were they? I don't know. Like children, like under twelve, I think. Okay. Coincidence. I I think think not. not. (laughs) Then she got divorced, moved, and married a guy who she stayed with for sixteen years, which was actually quite long for her. One of their kids had a child, her first grandson. But when Nanny Doss visited the baby in hospital, he died in her arms. But the doctors said it was probably just oxygen deprivation. Coincidence? I I think think not. not. (laughs) Years later, Nanny's daughter went on holiday and left her two-year-old son with her mum. During that little stay with Granny, he died of unknown causes. Coincidence? I I think think not. not. Two months after that, her husband died of arsenic. Coincidence? (laughs) I I think think not. not. Her husband, who had just died's mother, came to stay with her during the grieving process when Nanny Doss, girl boss, was trying to move on. And then her mother-in-law died in her sleep. Coincidence? (laughs) I I think think not. (laughs) Her next husband also died of arsenic. Coincidence? I I think think not. She was so sad about her husband dying that she went to stay with her mum. Within just a few weeks of her stay, her mother passed away mysteriously. (laughs) Coincidence? (laughs) I think not. (laughs) Just also imagine anyone who's actually doing this. (laughs) Imagine how haunting it would be living with someone who's listening to this and like every few seconds from the other room you're just hearing, I think not. Anyway, after the passing of a parent, siblings often come together. Jesus Christ. So Nanny Doss went to stay with her sister who had a terminal illness, but actually just ended up dying of arsenic so soon after Sis came to stay. Coincidence? I I think think not. not. 
coffee and cake, anyone? Well, if you were her third husband who drank poisoned coffee or her fourth husband who ate poisoned cake, you'd probably be wise to say no. But they were thirsty and hungry boys and they both died consuming a morning tea treat prepared for them by their wife at the time, Nanny Doss. Coincidence? I think think not. (laughs) After her final prune cake killing, the police arrested her and she was like, you got me. And it turns out, guys, all those coincidences weren't coincidences after all. What? She had actually killed all of them. That's so crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I had no idea. Um, Yeah. So that was Nettie Doss. Jesus Um, And these kinds of killings, like when she was arrested, she was just like, yep, by the way, I killed that husband. Also, I killed all these other people. And here's how I did it. And they were like, whoa. All right, sis. Um, But... Go off, girl boss. Because... um, it was the 1950s, and she was a woman. She didn't get the death penalty, which would have been the normal punishment for this crime, um, and only got life in prison. So sometimes it's really not what you can do for misogyny, but what misogyny can do for you. And she died in 1965 from leukemia. So how many people did she kill all up? Um, God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... 10, 11, 11, I believe, roughly. Over how many years? Um, let me give that a quick Google. Several generations. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, she killed 11 people between, uh, roughly between 1920 and 1954. Oh my God. Yeah, so she was just like bouncing town to town. Like she'd get a divorce and bounce the next town, find the next guy. Honestly, um, like huge respect for getting away with that. Yeah. Also, like, apparently, like, a bunch of her husbands were, like, shitty guys. Um, so, and then her last one, though, was, like, nice. Like, the first three husbands were, like, abusive and, like, cheat on her and stuff like that. The last one was just, like, a genuine just chill dude. And she was, like, mmm. She's got a habit by that point, Yeah, she's got a pattern. Um, yeah, so that is Nanny Doss. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's rank Nanny Doss girl boss. Mystique? Hmm. I don't know because like she it's got away. Pr- it with- just seems it does not seem like that much mystique to me. Yeah, but, but the fact that she was getting, getting away, with- away with it is, and she was killing like family members. Like everyone's like, "Hey, nanny Doss, didn't like all these people die around you?" And she's like, "Yeah, but can I still come stay with you?" And they're like, "Sure." Yeah, so that da- she actually does have to have. Yeah, like there wasn't like global mystique or like community mystique, but like maybe like a her seven family. Yeah, give her a seven. Because she can get more for finesse, because, like, she yeah. really... Mummy issues? She did kill her mother, and she was raised, like, really religious, but it seemed that she had more daddy issues, because her dad was really strict and stuff. Well, I mean, we can do either parent. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's something... I'd say, like... Well, the fact that she killed her friggin' kids and grandchildren, there's eight. something happening there. Yeah, I think she can have an eight, just because, like, I think it's, like, a combination, like, religion, dad, and mum issues, yeah. but, like... Yeah. It was very family-based in any case. Yeah. Okay, style slash finesse. Um, Relatively so, high because she, simply because she got away with it. Because she got away with it. And also she was like a poison girl. Like she did a couple where it was like, you know, just killed the baby in the hospital. Yeah, I don't like the story of that one. So let's not go into the detail of that. Fair. But the rest of them were like just poison. So she's yeah. got a signature. Yeah. Um, 
I think she deserves like a nine for getting it. Like, literally, that's police true. never suspected her because she like literally just went town to town. The only time she got caught was because the guy that she killed last, she was like the only person around him. Yeah. So and the fact like, that this... it's not as though she wasn't connected, like she was connected to all these people and she still And they were like, some of them were like really close together as well. Like the one of the husbands and then the mother-in-law were really close together. Yeah. And the mother and the sister and like, wow. Yeah. Fair enough. Originality. Yeah. I mean, it's hard one, because it's like the family thing is not that original, but like killing every fucking person in your family. That's what I mean, though. I was like, that's why when we we're talking before about like killing strangers, like serial killers do normally go for strangers. Well, just so, logistically, what you have to do to qualify would be hard. Like I said, to exactly. Keep it so in I the think family. that her originality is really high to be able to kill that many people who you are directly related to mm. is like actually quite original because normally they go for strangers true but then she like, does lose murders. some points for it being like like she gets high for the fact that it's rare for a serial killer but then points taken off for the fact that it is like her kids and her husband like that's not but that original also she's a woman like women don't kill they even have a death penalty well they for don't women get then. caught true yeah true but seven yeah, or like, eight i'd say like a seven we'll give her a seven yeah because it's not, like, crazy, but, you know. Mm. Vibe at time of rest, what would you give her for that? Uh, it's hard to say, honestly. Just, like, a five. Yeah, because it was so long ago she... as well. Yeah, like, that. we don't really know much about. Like, she just got arrested for it is what I really saw. I do have a lot like... of respect. Not res- Respect is the wrong word in all of these cases. <laughs> but, like, one of my favorite vibes for the serial killers when they get caught for, like, one or two. And then they're like, by the way, here are seven more. That's what I mean. So that's why I think she gets five. Because, yeah. like, they were like, oh, did you poison that plum cake? And she's like, yeah, I also killed, like, everyone else in my yeah. family. And they're I like, much what? prefer that. The ones who are like, I'll never tell. I'm like boring that's boring like ivan malak going to his grave being like never did it no that that's fun that's quite funny that's that's yeah but the ones who are like the ones who are just like i won't tell you if i did this one specific person i'm like grow up like i know you have control issues because you're a serial killer but like just let us know yeah just like leak it and give the families that closure yeah just do it no they don't want to do that but you know yeah that's the whole control thing um dumbness she was so smart. Like, yeah. she was scheming from day one. She was going from husband to husband, like, getting away with it. You have to I'm be smart like, to get away with killing everyone you know. Yeah, I want to give her a nine, because I feel like ten, you can't get caught. Wait, sorry, one. A one. Other way around. I'd say yeah. a one, because she wasn't dumb. But yeah, she, she did get dumb. caught. Like, she should have yeah. just not killed exactly. the last one, and then she'd have been fine. Well, she should have just done it in a more subtle way. But yeah. Yeah. Notoriety. Pretty low, honestly. Pretty low. Um, I'd say, like, for yeah for serial killers yeah because i feel like a lot of what makes people notorious is like the public fear and because she was just secretly killing her own family members there wasn't that element true yeah are we their type we are not related no. to Nadia Doss, so We're no not in her family you know okay so for our final killer of part one yep we have got... God, we were so ambitious to think we could do this in, part, we, in and one part. Both of us were like, we did so fast with our little summaries. <laughs> okay. We actually did, though, considering. Yeah. But we are going to wrap gonna up be like, part It's going to be a two-parter that's only like an hour long each instead of two-parters that are like an hour and 40 minutes each. We don't know that yet. Let's just see. True. Okay. <laughs> they're like looking at this episode and they're like, you silly bitch. You stupid fucking bitches. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to wrap up part one with the late... The great Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jeffrey Dahmer. Waste not, want not. 
I don't know why I have a little soft spot for Jeff, but I do. Perhaps it is because he was so open about his crimes. Perhaps it is because I know I really do not fit his victim profile. Perhaps it is because he is often compared to Ted Bundy, who I think is a big douche, so my brain automatically chose a side, despite it being the side of a horrific murderer. In any case, here's Jeffy. And yeah, despite giving me Taurus vibes and being born right on the cusp, he was sadly, technically, a Gemini son. But he had an Aries moon like me, so that's fun. Turns out, however, that his Venus is in Taurus, and these were romantically motivated crimes, so my hunch was not entirely off anyway. Jeffy started off as a little bug boy, graduated to a fascination with dead animals in general, and eventually began collecting roadkill and taking it home to dissect. Go off entrepreneurial king, a natural curiosity for a boy of his age. He was a bit of a weirdie in school, used to get a little bit turnt in class, much like one guy I had a thing with in year nine who got expelled from his expensive private school for taking an illicit substance during class. Hashtag, I can pick him. But Jeff also exuded a natural charisma, which I can relate to, although I tend to use mine for minor personal gain and not as a means to the end of eating people. Spoiler alert, haha, yeah. Let's just jump in. Did his first kill while he was sad about his parents' divorce at the end of his teen years. Invited a guy over to drink, and when the guy tried to leave, he got sad and murdered him. And you know what? The first part of that is relatable, but the latter should not be. And that is where we draw the line here at the Cabin Fever podcast. Dismembered the body and buried it. Then dug it back up a bit later on and fully destroyed the remains. He dissolved the flesh in acid and flushed it down the toilet. Then crushed up the bones super, super tiny and sprinkled it all in the woods. That's the vibe we're working with here. Won't go into detail on every single kill and disposal, but just be aware he was a thorough guy and not afraid of some hard graft. So one of his real strengths was disposing of these bodies. And he found out how to do a lot of that from his dad, who I believe was like a chemist of some sort. Like he knew a lot about science. And that's why he was like, oh, good. You've got an interest in science, young man. Yeah. He was like, dad, what happens if I bleach bones? And his dad was like, well, my science boy. Mm. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) The more I am refreshing myself, re the nature of his crimes, the less I am comfortable with championing him so vocally, but we move. (laughs) Still better than Bundy. Even if he did keep a severed head for sexual gratification purposes. But yeah, generally not great. Even for a murderer, not great. Anywho, the intensity of his murders ramped up as he went on. Generally, they followed the same process as his first one. In that post-kill, he'd carefully dismember and dispose of any parts of the body he did not have a little purpose in mind for, using various chemicals and crafty techniques. Very gory, very macabre, very interesting to look into if you also have desensitized yourself to these things like I have. Yeah. In 1990, he turned 30 and also did four murders, which is kind of relatable, but the more I remember about this guy, the less I am leaning into that aspect of things. One of the murders was on Fiona's birthday. Fun for her. Interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah. 1991 was his most prolific and final year of murdering, with eight known victims. A few classic hits read the vibe of these crimes include, but are not limited to, taking Polaroids of the dismemberment process, love to pick, preserving body parts such as head and genitalia in acetone, and storing them in his locker at the chocolate factory where he worked. That's just a really fun, like, yeah. the fact he worked at a chocolate factory, it just, it adds an air of necessary whimsy to this otherwise quite <laughs> dark tale. Yeah. 
storing other body parts, including organs, in his freezer. Collecting skulls, mainly of the hot ones, sometimes spray-painted. Entire skeleton in a filing cabinet. Kept one victim's skin for several weeks. Dunno what the vibe was there. Don't really want to know. Keeping bits like the heart, biceps, and parts of leg for culinary purposes. Fully decapitated head in fridge. And, in quotes, private shrine of skulls and skeletons Dahmer was in the process of creating when arrested. Now, yeah. I'm, I am glad he was arrested, but I do always hate I'm when... I'm glad that you're glad he was arrested. <laughs> but I do always hate when, like, a creative project gets interrupted, you know? Like, we're never gonna know. I'm happy he didn't get to collect more materials, but had they just given him a little longer to, like, finish assembly... A little workshop. I would have liked mm. to have seen the finished product, you know? It's like when you see, um, like, a painting that, for instance, like, Matisse was working on before his death, and you're like... I'm never going to know what the finished product of this painting would truly just look like. like. It's just exactly the same. Just like that. Yeah. Anyway, aside from the cannibalism, which I think we can all agree is not cute, he also carried out various experiments, and these became more of a theme towards the end of his spree. He wanted to create a man who would never leave him, and so he started messing with his victims' brains while they were still alive, basically trying to zap out any personality and free will, in order to create an animated servant who would have no choice but to provide him with the companionship he wanted, without the danger of them leaving. Yep. He has said that control was a big part of it, and that the killing itself was a means to an end, and his least favorite part of the whole Fandango, so creating living zombies seemed like a good solution. Pretty ideal. I Maybe. think that he should have journaled. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. <laughs> now, I've included a little quote from him, um, which is, If I couldn't keep them there with me, at least I could keep their skeletons, which I've annotated yeah. as me, but in a purely emotional sense. <sighs> so that's yeah. the little tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny summary of Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Um, so his victims were 17 men and boys. Most were gay. Many of them were black. Um, he went for people that he was attracted to. And he yeah. has said that he's not racist. Um, he well, was the a serial true, killer who killed know. many black men said it. <laughs> Look, but then it's like he, he thought they were hot. It's like, is that a compliment? Probably not because they still got murdered, you know? Yes. Um, but that was, that was his victim profile was just like men he was attracted to. Um, his black men, yeah, yeah, his, and also young, yeah, 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 young. Um, his mo was inviting guys around to his place, getting upset when they want to leave, or he would just drug them straight up. Um, generally, he would bludgeon them, and yeah. then um, he would dismember the bodies and do a bunch of weird stuff with them. How he died is one of the interesting ones because a lot of these people just die of like disease and old age. Yeah. But Jeffrey Dahmer was bludgeoned to death himself by another inmate in 1994, aged 34, which yeah. is nuts. That is so young. Yeah, that's so much to get done in that space of time. Yeah. Um, the reason that the other inmate murdered him, what, why would you think it might be, Fiona? Oh, I know, I know, so I'm not going to guess. Yeah. Um, the other <laughs> the other inmate murdered him because in prison, Jeffrey Dahmer would play with his food and rearrange it before he ate it yeah. to look like severed limbs, and he'd use ketchup to look like blood. Yeah. Which is really like, fucking that's funny. so annoying. They're like, it's annoying that he's playing with his food and he's making it look gross. Like, the fact that Jeffrey Dahmer is, like, fucking with these people yeah. or rearranging his, like, mashed potatoes to look like severed limbs and ketchup blood. 
and he gets yeah, bludgeoned guy, to death for it. The guy who did it was like, yeah, like we weren't fans of his crimes, but like that was just too fucking much. <laughs> like you also were a murderer, but the food yeah. thing, no, thank you. Um, yeah. Apparently, when Jeffrey Dahmer was being bludgeoned to death, he did not react. Like, he did not make a sound. He didn't scream. He didn't shout. That's he didn't. Yeah, no response, which is straight up fucking iconic. You know, because that guy would have been so angry about the Was he the, the one blood. who said, like, when he got caught, he's like, for the things I've done, I should be dead. Was that him? No, I think he was, he, he was basically like, um, whatever happens to me, I deserve it. He was weirdly one of the more apologetic ones. I don't know if apologetic is the right word, but he fully owned everything that he did. Yeah. Um, and was like, you know what, whatever happens to me, like, I deserve it. 100%. Yeah. Um and the way that he was caught was that one of his intended victims managed to escape and flagged down the police. Um, and then they found all the, like, you know, heads and whatnot and they in went his to the house. apartment. And the um, Polaroids. Yeah, there was quite a lot of evidence in the house. Um, yeah. So that's, that's Jeff. Um, I have a little bit of a note on the mummy issues part of this, because we will be grading that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big yes on the mum issues. So his mum was pretty flaky. And when his parents got divorced, he was 18. And there was a custody battle over his little brother, but not over him. Oh, um, yeah. I'm sorry. That's hysterical. But this is what I'm like. It's bad because I am like, I am a Jeffrey Dahmer simp. But it is just because I think Ted Bundy's such a douche. Yeah. Um, I'm not fair. really a Jeffrey Dahmer simp. Like, if you compare how much I simp for him and how much I would simp for Jedward, it's not the same vibe. Um, yeah, but he just basically got left by himself after the divorce, and that's when he did his first murder. So he has really, really strong abandonment issues, which definitely come into play with all of his murders. So, yeah, that's Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot, there's so much we've missed out for all of these, but like, of course. Otherwise, we'd be here for four parts at least. So, <laughs> minimum. Yeah. All right, let's rank Jeffrey Dahmer. So, Mystique. The fact um, he was murder He was keeping body parts yeah. in his locker at work. And, like, he was... But he had... He was arrested before he was arrested for the killings. For yeah, it was sex, kind of, Which like, is, like, really? But and like, also, if there was an element of, like, the police didn't care as much when things were reported because his victims weren't white a lot of the time and they were And gay. also, they, they, yeah, they were, like, black gay men a lot of the time, so there was no, like, reporting on it at all. They didn't investigate. One of them was, like, he was literally caught outside with one of his victims. Yeah. And three women reported him. And, and they just, like, let him take the victim back. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, like, bleeding. Yeah. Like, and they're just like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, so, it yeah, really let- was, like, he was kind of allowed to get on with it. Yeah. Um, Maybe, like, somewhere in the middle, because he does have a bit of it because he was doing so much shit with the body parts, and none of that was picked up on until the end, but definitely Especially it's not, like, the, a like, super and the super brain guy. stuff as well, like, when he was trying to turn them into zombies. <gasps> That's true, when he was trying to zombify them. And one of them escaped. Yeah. And he got away with it. I think five. Yeah. He can have five mistake. Maybe a six. I think just five, because, like... He but imagine... Got- the shock of those police when they got up to that apartment just to check out that one guy's report and they open the fridge and there's just a full severed head in there. But and like, then there I are think Polaroids gets... of like... But the fact that like it should have more mystique because he did that to so many people, but because it was just black gay men, they didn't give a fuck. It wasn't just black gay men, but I think, yeah, I think, it's, a, I think it's a six, but not a seven. 
Fair. Yeah. Um, mommy issues. 5.5. No. It's freaking Jeffrey Dahmer, Fiona. Fair. Okay. Mommy issues. Pretty yeah. high. Like, I'd say in, like, family abandonment issues, it's like an eight. Because eight, he got really eight. upset when they'd try and leave him. And he was trying to create yeah. zombies that couldn't leave him. Which, maybe yes. I, do I identify with him? Is that why I'm such a weird simp for oh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh, boy. I don't want to create a zombie. No, thank God. No, thank God I'm not a fucking murderer, Fiona. I don't think it's a difference between therapy and me killing people. There are many blessings to be thankful for, Maddie. There are. We can be thankful for both. And we can all, uh, plenty of us have abandonment (laughs) issues and aren't trying to create (laughs) zombies and murder people. This is true, yeah. Let's not spread that message. Yeah, so (laughs) there's still an element of accountability in this life. Um, Style and finesse, did he have a fun little signature? Yes. Boy fucking did he. And on the note of um, finesse. Have you looked at the Polaroids? I've looked at a lot of stuff, Fiona. I've looked at a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's not a great time. Um, <laughs> on the note of finesse, though, like they did discover body parts in his apartment, but they, but they never. Like- here's the thing, though. They yeah. never discovered any of the remains that he tried to dispose of. So anything that he Ooh. thought, I want to get rid of this, any of the bones, any of the flesh, anything that he tried to get rid of was he never did. found. Damn. And so anything they did find was because he purposely had kept that. So that's pretty high for finesse. He loses points because he did have victims that got away. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty, like, I'd give him an eight because he yeah, also did have, like, eight. all his weird shrine shit. Yeah. Originality... He's a fucking cannibal who made a bone shrine. Yeah. And tried to make a zombie. I think 10. The zombie thing, 10. Yeah. Vibe at time of arrest. <laughs> I think, again, this is another one where it's like the actual vibe. They're like, oh, we're going to go get this guy who I think it was, it was meant to be for like robbery or something as well. No, it was when one of the, the victims got out. They were like, yeah, this but- guy is trying to kidnap and torture me. Yeah, but that's what I mean, though. But they were like, oh, we're just going to get this one guy for a little kidnapping, like attempted kidnapping. And then, and then they, they see the Polaroids and then they yeah. open the fridge. So it's similar to Ed Gein where they're like, oh, we're getting this guy for this one suspected murder. And then they see all that. So it's like the actual vibe, not high. It's not like Ivan Millette, like, I'm And like the home. full acid barrel with like torsos in it and stuff. Yeah. And also after that, like he fully didn't try and be like, I didn't do any of this. He's like, you got me. Yeah. He let me discuss calmly with you the issues and when I tried to murder people. I think he just gets a five because it's just like... Oh, I give him higher than that. Have you even seen him in, like, his arraignment hearings? Like, it is so... He is so collected, but not even in, like, not in, like, a snide Ted Bundy way. God, I have such a side on this. He's so annoying. (laughs) Ted Bundy is annoying, though. Ted Bundy fucking sucks. We just like gays. (laughs) It Um, looks like the gay and the straight version of the same thing. We're like, gay rights. (laughs) Mm, But also, nah. Nah. And it also because everyone's always like, Ted Bundy's so hot. I'm like, I'm sorry. Dahmer is so much hotter than Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy is a frumpy loser. Yeah. And also, um. And he had like a monobrow. I'm not into it. Yeah. I saw some photos of young Ivan Milan. Not that I'm necessarily into Jeffrey Dahmer. No. Well, you but, know, Maddie, you know. he's not into you because you're not a gay man, so. Oh, I know. I don't fit his victim profile. You don't have to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm just specifically not acknowledging hot young Ivan Milat because I don't want to think about that. Fair. Yep. Hot young Jeffrey Dahmer, however. Anyway, back to the grading. Vibe at time of rest. I think it needs to be higher because imagine anyone who can be calm 
when their victim has just brought back the police to discover their head freezer. Yeah. And then, like, time of arrest and, like, through the questioning, really calm. And he just was like, yeah, here's everyone's names that I remember. Here's what I was doing. Like, maybe a seven. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not, like, a chilling ten. It's not a hilarious ten, like, Malat, but yeah. Yeah. Dumbness. Not, he was pretty fucking smart. He got rid of everything he wanted to. Yeah. I think and everything that he got caught for, I don't think he was bothered by. No. Like, and- when the guy escaped, he could have just run. But, like, yeah. he was like, yep, yeah, this is it. Like, I think he was very calculated in what he was doing. I think he was really generally unbothered about being caught. Yeah. I um, think one, because yeah. he did get caught. And because he was so smart in the disposal and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and because normally it would be a two, but I just don't think he was I think he just being dumb. I think he was intentional. Yeah. Notoriety. Notoriety, ten. Are we their type? Sadly, no. no. I don't know why. Maddie, sadly. Sadly. <laughs> why am I? This is one thing. When I do start going to my therapist, I'm going to be like, can you talk me through why I'm a actual simp for Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> like, I don't want to be. We here at Cabin Fever, we're not on board with people that fetishize murderers. No. Like, we are not here for that. I really want to drive that home. I really want to drive that home to you yeah. and me. Okay. <laughs> Little pep talk for Law and Maddie there. He's a blonde, Madeline. <laughs> that's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's a great place to bring part one to a close. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, sit tight for part two because we've got some real big hitters coming. We do. We've got one frumpy loser and some more potential cannibalism. Um, yeah. But enjoy. I've I've really enjoyed this so far. <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. We'll see you, you next week. For part two. Farewell. Ta-ta. <laughs> nice. <laughs>